Hey podcast, it's uh, James here again. Um, nice to be heard by you, I guess is a podcast form of greeting. Uh, me and Harry did one of these yesterday together, you should check that out. Um, today is Monday, that was Sunday morning, but we had a kind of general chat around stuff we're doing, like all sorts of random stuff like eBay selling, yoga, um, <laughs> but then we actually got on to, you know, what the, where Tukaneko is at at the moment and what we're planning to do next. Um, this is back to one of my kind of usual rant episodes of the podcast where like I've been thinking about something, I went on a walk and had an idea and um, instead of just spamming all my friends with it, I uh, I spam the Toucan Echo podcast with my, uh, with my thoughts. Um, so we're going to jump back into that. Um, I don't have loads of time, so hopefully I'm going to keep this concise and let you get on with your day afterwards. But look, the title of the episode is Know Your Limits. <clears throat> so I was on a walk yesterday. I don't really know how I eventually got onto this point. I think it's from something Jordan Peterson actually said in one of his videos that was like came back into my brain. But he sort of talked about when you're younger, and I'm kind of addressing this at people, um, primarily at people who are kind of young, say in their 20s or 30s or whatever. They're, they're kind of starting out working out where their career is going to be or what their success is going to be. But it can apply to anyone. And I remember this thing where he said, you should test out your limits when you're, Young, you should kind of go to how you should go to the edge of how hard you can work, or um, I don't know how little money you can live on, or um, how much kind of hardship you can endure. You should test those limits. Basically, how how do you know how many hours you can put in in a week when you're younger? Um, how hard can you work on your like side hustle, your venture, anything like that? Um, and it kind of came back to me recently because I sort of was realising that we're going to have to put more into Toucan Echo as a thing if we, if we want to grow it. Um, we've, I, I sort of did a re- little review the other day of where we had got to in terms of um, Toucan Echo. It was a review of like the last few years and trying to formulate like what to do next because I kind of get this feeling that we've put in a decent amount of work but We've not published all of it, and it's a little bit kind of disparate in terms of we've done some bits in one area, some bits in another area, and worked hard on these mini projects, but then it's not really coherent, which is sort of the way when you're starting something and working out as you go along. So it's not really a blame thing, but I was like, okay, if we're going forward, is there a way, is there sort of simple things we can do to um, channel some of the content that we've done, um, channel the work that we do like into a more coherent uh way of releasing it or making it actually work for us and build our audience and and work for the people that we're actually making it for as well like primarily um it's no use if we go and make a hold behind the scenes album but no one actually sees it and there might be people out there who do want to see that and might gain something from it you know um so i was thinking about all that and this thing about knowing your limits came into my head and that's what i want to talk about it's we usually when someone says oh you've got to know your limits it's um, it's done in a defensive sort of way. Don't stray out too far. Know that you have a boundary that you're going to hit eventually. Um, don't overstretch yourself. Don't, because it will cause discomfort and it will cause pain and it could cause, you know, lasting ramifications potentially. Depends massively what you're talking about. Um, but then I kind of flipped that on its head and I was like, I don't think I do really know my limits. I don't think I've really tested them. 
like in a in a positive way because a lot of what we're thinking about doing in terms of the next steps of growing our you know tukineko and um, trying to develop our music and stuff is a lot of it's conceptual a lot of it's um you know oh we should try putting out more content or we should try posting on this so we've got all these different ideas of um creative outlets that we can we can do and you know uh new song genres that we could try we, there, there's kind of this bunch of ideas like so much of what we've done so far has been mental and conceptual because i suppose a year and a bit ago when we kind of kicked off to Echo properly um it started out as just like a fun sort of studio project just a, a place to put songs i wasn't even gonna i was almost actively not going to promote it and just have it as this weird alter ego on the internet because um i was a bit disillusioned with kind of chasing um the conventional music industry and i was starting to sort of settle in my head that actually i don't think i'd really enjoy the conventional music industry so i was like slightly struggling because that had been an ambition for sort of on the back burner for quite a while that like um i wanted to see where i could go with music but I had issues with how you had to go about that or, like, bits of the lifestyle and stuff like that. So essentially, yeah, I, I, this whole thing started from not really aiming it to go anywhere, but then that all changed when I started discovering stuff about being an independent musician, and actually there are plenty of examples of people out there, more and more and more each kind of year, that the tools advance and the... uh ability to reach people is more democratized than before with more social media platforms more marketing tools more recording tools to record yourself at home etc um this i I kind of from podcast listening and and research i just kind of stumbled on this world that actually opened a whole door of possibility to me that like oh like i want to do that like that is what i've wanted to do the whole time but i just didn't know that this was an option um this is how i think and this is how I, I, I don't know. In in some sense, like there's a bit of control freak of like I really love the recording bit, like not just the getting the songs down, but like actually creating the sounds and putting the microphones up. Like I, I don't know. My enjoyment comes from the whole end to end process, which um, I've you know sometimes been called a bit of control freak in the past. But it's not. I don't feel like one. I don't feel like wanting to put people in a box or anything. It's actually more like I love just being self-sufficient and independent in in that sense like being able to take your song from nothing all the way through to like you you choose how to talk about it and you build your own platforms and that's a a difficult route to go down because you um you have to kind of self-generate all of it so this is hopefully links back (laughs) to knowing your limits because we're picking a difficult path that will require quite a lot of us both in terms of just effort pure like hard work to not have other people to rely on particularly in the beginning to build up for us like if we're releasing something on our own platform then the success is somewhat determined by the size of that platform or how much work you put in to have that platform so by platform i meaning like your uh, internet presence or your people who come to your gigs like just your audience effectively um that will kind of determine like how widely received your stuff will be. Um, so there's a lot of work that needs to go into um, this way of thinking and operating. Um, but then one of the appeals of it is that 
it can work without you having to be a multi-million megastar that's like the 0.001%. It just like jacks up the odds in your favor for sure. And I'm kind of on like a sidetrack, but essentially the route, this route, even though I find it inspiring and kind of like that it would fit my how I want to do things, it requires more work. It requires a lot of work and it requires like a healthier um, relationship with criticism, um, other people's opinions, um, sort of doubt and stuff that I probably have at the moment. Like that's something that I kind of need to build up over time um, until you're at the point where you like really don't mind what the naysayers say about you. Like you're properly zoned in and committed onto like what you want to do. Um, but it's got me to the thing of knowing my limits because I'm kind of in this thing of like, you know what, if if I want to match what I'm saying and thinking to like the real world, I think I need to wrap, like, um, <laughs> I've done a lot of work um, increasing my ambition over the last few years, but not necessarily the corresponding graft and work. That's not saying that we haven't put in um, work and effort over the last few years. We definitely have. We've definitely increased it from where it was before. But it's starting to dawn on me the kind of the magnitude of um, what it'll actually mean and how you kind of need to actively occupy um, a minority of people on that curve who um, like put in the sufficient effort to have an extraordinary life, to have a an out of the ordinary level of reach or platform, which is kind of what you need if you want to create something that will sustain itself. Um, hopefully this isn't all coming across as like a fountain of words that don't make sense but I, f I feel like it makes sense um so that's where i get to like knowing your limits right so knowing your limits um basically what i realized is that like i've moved my mindset into the into a good place um i'm like super passionate and wedded to the vision that i've um got for what like tikaneko could be and the things that i could kind of tick off that um i've always kind of wanted to do deep down but now I've actually found like oh there is a way to do it but I kind of realized that I kind of sat with the knowledge of how to do it for a reasonably long time um, and I know that other people have the same problem that you think your problem is not knowing um, how to do something not knowing the tactics not knowing how many times a day to post or what you should say or how you should present yourself but actually those things are really solvable like they are right at the like they're right at your fingertips to go and access it takes a google to find out a little bit about posting on facebook a little bit about that um or you don't think you have enough equipment so you wanna oh i need so and so like fancy camera or fancy laptop or fancy music recording gear um before i can produce stuff of high enough production quality so often we think of like production value as a um like a barrier to entry we kind of make up some of these barriers to entry um but it's not really the real problem and this isn't like a criticism because this is something that i'm when i was analyzing like where i actually want to go next and how how we start making progress to like quicker progress towards um like a bit of a bigger platform and kind of taking the music stuff more seriously um i actually realized that a lot of it is down to not knowing your limits therefore having kind of made up concepts of what your limits are which are keeping you pinned into your like comfort zone and trying to solve your problems through a, like a lens of convenience so sorry this is loads of like really just <laughs> it feels very wordy today but i'm trying to explain what i mean i think 
there's a lot of um, there's a lot of convenience in our lives at the moment. The, a lot of like digital tools that are coming into our lives or um, products that we're sold are more and more about solving small problems of convenience. And this is less kind of courses and, and whatever. But even we couldn't even get onto courses in a sec. But you know we we spend a lot of time on things like YouTube, Facebook, um, TikTok, or TV and all of these companies are so focused on reducing friction, particularly like purchase journeys. If you notice how easy it is to buy stuff off a website now, um, I think one of the problems that comes from that is it can actually be easier to buy something on your phone in your bed than walking across your room to your desk and going making a piece of content, which didn't necessarily used to be the truth in the past. Um, <clears throat> like the flip side of like everyone being able to record. It sounds like the obvious thing, it's obvious that, like, um, then everyone gets recorded. But I think this is one of the problems with, like, freedom. When things are democratised, like being able to record or, like, being able to post on social media, when you have the ability to then build your own thing, um, you... But, like, at the same time of that change happening, all of the distractions and stuff are becoming quite frictionless too. Um, you can get a bit confused in terms of you want something in your head... You've got a mix of options of how to get there and they might contribute different things like buying a bit of equipment might help you a little bit. Um, posting on Facebook probably, you know, might help you a little bit. Um, grinding through and making like a difficult, um, difficult to make video or doing like research or doing some of the non-fun stuff might help you more than those other things. Um, but this, on my, upon thinking all this stuff through, it made me realise how I was trying to solve some problems through, like, convenience. Um, I've talked before about, like, us trying to find a permanent practice space. It's kind of go, like, what we need to do is make more content and practice more and improve our skills. Um, and my solution to practicing more started, like, started to trend towards, well, what we need is the is to own our own space and room. Um, and essentially trying to solve that problem through, like, making it more convenient. And I think that might work to an extent, but I think also you need to be aware that it's part of what you part of what's valuable about what you're doing is the fact that it isn't convenient because almost everything is becoming convenient. Um, I think one of the reasons you can like start to buy courses or read books um, or just buy like equipment is because it's so easy to buy stuff. It's so easy to get that feeling of like fake progress in your head. Um, when all it actually you've done is bought something to open up another path for you to go down, another path for you to work on. Um, and I think I'm caught in that problem a little bit because, like, we did need it initially. We did need to um, open up our minds to the fact that this is possible. Like, if you don't know it's possible or think it's possible or have a clue of there's a road to go down, you just don't even look for it or don't even um, weigh that up in terms of your next step options. But then once it's there and you're still afraid to walk down that road, like, that's where I'm at now, um, is, like, I know that we need to make more content, I know that we need to um, <clears throat> practice more, and that's not just finding our own space, even though that would help, it's actually doing the difficult thing of, say, like, allocating time, or the difficult thing of posting and bearing some criticism. It's this idea that, like, do you know your limits? Do, do you Have you done stuff that really legitimately could fail, like... Or are you kind of just doing stuff that either you is in a bit of a routine or has you've got you know you've got a good chance of succeeding? 
Um, and I just want, you know, in, in terms of what, what value this might add to you is like, just have a think of when's the last time I did something that like was more likely to fail than succeed. But like, if it succeeded, it would be good. And if it failed, it wouldn't cripple me kind of thing. Um, when's the last time I did something that was like, I knew it was uncomfortable, but I did it to get better at being uncomfortable. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, for instance, like doing a live stream or something, you're kind of, it, it really puts you on the spot, but actually you know that that will contribute to what you want to do. And then once you've done it once, you've kind of opened up the fact that you can live stream and it's got loads of benefits for your building, your kind of brand or your thing. Um, so I just, in this point where I think other people have got the same problem where they, they got their head out of like completely lost. I don't know what I want to do. The world is so confusing. And you actually got an idea of a thing you want to do, but you're then stuck in the next phase, which is working out the tactics or working out how much to post, or you're trying to find the perfect formula that you then just apply repeatedly. Um, to build this and everything's fine it doesn't really work like that you need a balance of tactics and working smart but then you also need the work <laughs> um and it's not all about being sat in your comfort zone and the way i kind of want to ask this question is like do you know your limits like one of the ways to get out of this is to start testing stuff in the real world so that you then actually have better feedback than either your own self-doubt or other people's opinions like you've got real life experiments and real life failures like i think this is what people mean by fail it's really confusing when people say like, oh you have to fail your way to success and you go like how would that work you just kind of <laughs> everything you did was wrong <laughs> and like nothing went well um like people we want success like surely success like you know great athletes don't lose all their games if you go know i mean um and then suddenly win a big game um and I think what it means is that it actually having lots of failures is a symptom or a, what's the word? Um, a side effect, I guess, of testing your limits of going, I'm going to do stuff that won't necessarily work. And that like, even I might not quite be able to do like, it's going to put me on that edge. And that's where I'm going to like expand both my ability to do uncomfortable things, my comfort zone and my ability because I'm not just going to sit and play if it's guitar like sit and play my old thing or make a video like I did last time like, I'm going to make something that I haven't done before so that I'm like back in the amateur learning phase and that's actually like how I'm going to expand my way to um, being successful so uh, and, and then the flip this sort of another linked point is that if you start to know your limits it will then reduce the weight that you can put on other people's outside like opinions or doubt and stuff. Because like once you've tested stuff in the real world, there's no real room for doubt because like you've actually tried stuff. Um, you've actually been, you're, you're committed to finding out and you're not um, resistant to that discomfort of failure or you're not going, you know, you're not going to try on the first time out of 10 when it fails nine times out of 10 or something like that. Um, because I think if you don't ever test it and all you do is play in this kind of mental um, arena of, oh, should we post on Facebook or TikTok or should we make a video about this or this or this? Um, if all you ever do is play in the mental arena, all you can ever do is like run simulations of what happens um, and they will come back with a certain um, result of, you know, you, you tried this and this is what I think will happen. And that's kind of drawn a limit for you. Um, but you, it's a really rough guess. <laughs> 
you know? And I think we basically can rule ourselves out if, if in we can get, you know, in this process of working out what we want to do, coming up with finding out tactics and working smarter and all of that, I think we could then actually lose accidentally, we can get trapped in that stage and lose the ability to kind of go out and work on something and also maybe get stuck in a false sense of purity that there is a perfect way of doing things because there's a lot of people out there publishing books infinite information on the internet and i think you can almost go like oh there's infinite information so if i go out and do something and don't read all about it first i will do something wrong that i could have read about first very seductive but needs to be balanced against acting um against being willing to do stuff wrong being willing to do stuff that's at the edge of your ability and not having to appear competent at all times you know um so that's my question to myself and to everyone else is like do you know your limits like do you know the limit of what you could publish do you know the limit of like what discomfort you could endure do you know the limit of um how little money you could live on or how many housemates you could have in like because if you knew that there's something that maybe you could benefit from like you could know that oh actually if i wanted to go full on on my business or something like that i wanted to make my side hustle full time i know that i could cope with this scenario or if you know some unexpected bad thing happens in your life like oh i i know that i'm i know i've got some resilience and i think this is where like confidence come from because the action cures the fears so that's kind of that's kind of it really um that's kind of where i'm going to close it is like just just question yourself like when you're trying to come up with solutions to what you see as barriers problems demotivation all these things go well do you actually know have you have you actually hit a limit in the outside world or are you just getting stuck mentally um are you imposing these like are you going to flip can you flip what you're thinking and go like i'm ready i'm going to go test how hard i could work this week i'm going to do more hours than ever knowing that you know it might all go <laughs> disastrously wrong and i might have to take two days off from burning out but i'm going to find out some of this stuff about myself um i'm going to go know my limits and get out of trying to find out all the information before I start and move towards like, look, I want to do this enough that if I fail 19 times out of 20 and all my friends around me just think I'm an idiot and like mock my content or whatever, um, which hopefully doesn't happen, but maybe it would, um, that like I'm I'm cool with that because like I've adjusted how I'm approaching this and I'm doing it to learn and to get better at dealing with uncomfortable things because success isn't all about just hopping from comfort to comfort it's about some of these failures along the way um so hopefully that was a uh, more coherent than it felt like coming out um <laughs> i mean i followed what i said but maybe you did or didn't let me know if you did um let me know if you find these helpful because you know i do sort of self-therapy is much cheaper than getting a real therapist so um yeah thanks for listening to the two connector podcast we'll be back very soon um with hopefully with harry a lot more um because you know this is just my my voice can probably get a bit monotone i guess anyway signing out before i let's let's stop rambling right here have a good day